0: a lot of the positive health changes you desire, you'd eat cleaner, you'd exercise and meditate, go to sleep earlier, do less screens, but you're usually not alone. You may have a spouse, kids, coworkers, friends, and family, people who are living out the cultural norms that you're trying to step outside of. There are the office donuts and birthday cakes and pizza and parties. There's beers after work, a spouse and kids who want their meat and potatoes and chips while watching a show. There's the church potlucks, there's barbecue parties with friends, and someone labels you a health nut if you abstain from imbibing it at all, or if you go for a walk or a run during your lunch break, and on and on. I mean, we as humans most long to fit in, and the pressure isn't just about being weak and folding. It's often about being kind and not wanting to offend. It's just a very real and present danger we don't give enough gravity to In our pursuit for health and wellness. This is my Functional Friday episode where we focus on our health and wellness so we have the physical and mental capacity to help ourselves and others. And today we're tackling this issue. I'm with my co host, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert. This cultural pressure is not a conspiracy theory, it's merely humanity and our very nature. Hey, if you find value from this self-helpful podcast, it'd be great if you leave a review. Best thing you can do is just talk about what you learned today with someone else. You can always find and connect with me on my website or social media at kevinmiller.co. Next up, Dr. James and I take on this massive deterrent to our health and wellness goals, cultural pressure. Well, as you and I sit here and talk about just the notes on this show, I feel like the spirit we came to was, yeah, that this is not a point of 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 beating a drum or an admonishment or anything. It's more of a commiserating and even a compassion to say, look, if we, if you are going to pursue a healthy lifestyle and become, as you say, weller, that. It is. It requires a jumping outside of the norm, the cultural expectations, and that that right there may be the hardest part of the entire journey. I mean, you're seeing that every day. You're talking with patients. And you're going through the tenets of functional medicine, input, output, uh, recovery, relationships and you're talking about that and they can take that in and of themselves and here you say okay I'm going to eat healthier I'm going to exercise I'm going to sleep I'm going to deal with stress better and then they turn around and go back to the family the office the friend group the social group and to try to live it out there and my concern is that so many people that's where it's running uh, aground and they don't even realize where the real pressure is
1: yeah. is that fair? yeah no well stated, well summarized, they don 't even realize where the real pressure is that's and and you said also commiserating, that 's a little bit of a rough word, but you know we 're all in this together, we're all humans, we all are in this pressure of how we eat, live, think, breathe, in our culture and our families, and at the same time, so on the encouraging side of that is also, well, yeah, there's nothing new about that idea where always every human can be a fish swimming upstream or floating with the culture going downstream. And we all have our callings and our pathways, but that's what we're doing is we're trying to make people aware again of, it looks like the flow of culture is going like this Mm -hmm. in our national healthcare, the national trends there's so much evidence that there's a problem with that. So mm-hmm. why not be aware of that and then step outside of that culture and then the question is, okay, of the infinite varieties of things that I can do, how do yeah. you make a priority?
0: Well, back to, I want to come back to commiserate because one of the great benefits you and I have is that we have each other to commiserate. Now we also have our uh, a gift that not everybody has. We have our spouses to commiserate with on this journey of health. When we talk about, Oh my goodness, we got to go to the social gathering at so-and-so's house and it's going to be this food. What are we going to eat? What are we not going to eat? How do we deal with that? Dealing with our kids going to school and try to give them a healthy lunch. And they're dealing with their own social pressures. It, we commiserate about this a lot, commiserating about the fact that we want to go to sleep at this time so we can get this much sleep, but get up at this time to start our morning in a, in a positive way. And we have to deal with that amongst the pressures of our own families who also get this, we to, right. they, they even get it. And, and I, I think I want to commiserate with people and say, it's still difficult. It's still, like you said, it's jumping out of the stream and then I do, and you and I already talked about it as we were prepping for the show here. That we are talking about, you know, Dan Butner, uh, Butner wrote the book Blue Zones about the healthiest people are the ones that have a culture of healthy people. And you know, Jim Rohn was the—I'm pretty sure it was Jim Rohn who met, who coined the terminology of the perspective of we are all the sum of the five people we hang mm. around with most, and that as people look at this journey. That if we if we we're going to put the cards out on the table to realize your biggest struggle is probably going to be jumping outside of the cultures that you know of the social groups that you know of jumping outside and your best opportunity is find another group that you can commiserate with find a healthy, and we see this happen every day this is why this is why Weight Watchers is one of the most successful or long term uh, uh, weight loss programs ever. I think one of the most enduring because they've done a good job of getting a group of people together. No different than Alcoholics Anonymous. I mean, that's their strong point right there is getting you in a group of people that you can connect with in this new, weird lifestyle, different lifestyle, countercultural lifestyle.
1: Yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous is, is, is a good example, maybe better than Weight Watchers. Um, And as you were saying that I, am thinking of course about patients and yesterday, you know my my action item for this one particular person in a in a not good environment a codependent environment we've talked about that before and i said you might need to tell your son that there's a three-month sabbatical like you just need distance time away yeah because he is not good for you he brings you down you spiral and the same is true for somebody with a, a bottle of wine. It's, if, if, if that is no longer an enjoyment, but you spiral down, or, now, and now these are the extremes, right? Mm-hmm. To, to get out of those, uh, you band with another group of people. So if somebody's in a bad relationship over here, you get out of that. How do you be in a better relationship over here?
0: Um, it's support groups. So, so it's we, a support
1: group, we need- which is what family ought to be, church ought to be. These things ought to be that.
0: So this is health Healthaholics Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, How's that? Well, when you we talk about that, so I want let's talk about you and I made a, kind of a little list of of things that we do in our lives that let's let's say let's say not even countercultural, but changes the trajectory of our lives, alter our lives. And we talked about that. So you're single and you decide to or not go to college. That is a big change. You're going to move out of the home. Generally, go to a different place enact in a different lifestyle probably for the first time and another one or military which you did you did both uh military and that changed the trajectory of your life getting married especially if you're we talked about that you're a group of single people and you're the one that gets married it's almost like you're betraying the group and that's and you got to deal with that and you're going to go to the altar and make this big decision Uh, having a child same thing your life will never (laughs) be the same again having a child Uh, being a homeowner, uh, becoming self-employed. What a big change is that you went through. We both have gone through that. Retiring, another big step. I'm wanting to elevate to say, if you want to be a healthy person, then let's talk about America. If you want to not be in the trajectory that we are in now of the dramatically, rapidly spiraling increase of chronic illness and disease, you're going to have to say, okay, I am going to live a different lifestyle And I'm wanting people to realize that that is, but I think statistically and experientially what we've seen that right there is the hardest thing that right there is. That's harder than you changing your diet for yourself. You changing your exercise or enacting an exercise, you going to sleep on time, you looking at stress different, you. Well, and the reason we
1: said that it it is so hard is like what we said at the beginning, you step out of your culture generally. Yeah. And, and that's always very hard. Uh, the, the the several things that you just mentioned though, the reason that everybody ha well, so many people out there have the experience of, you know, going off to college and it's really hard, but what do you what do you go into? A new culture. A new culture that yeah. everybody else is doing the same thing. The military, such a strong and with you know, in even within the military, we'd look at the Marines and say there's a different banding there than compared to the Air Force, which is what I was in. Like mm-hmm. these guys get And once a Marine, always a Marine, right? The whole world knows these kinds of things. Uh, But nobody says, oh, I'm going to be healthier and bands together with a solid group of people that are like, oh, we got you. We know how to do this. You eat this way. You sleep this way. It's so all over the map. Now, there's a few subsets like... It's very strict veganism or very strict this or very strict that, that may band together. But even then, that banding together is usually online or there's not generally your well, town I think you, club.
0: Right. I think you just made the case, though, for uh, health clubs. I mean, that is probably the social connection there it's one of the best ones and, and they get a bad rap because you know you also have a lot of people who aren't out to be fitness models or to preen in the mirror and they get frustrated with that perspective at the health clubs these days especially in the bigger cities they have different health cl- and I, this isn't a pitch for health clubs but yeah. they do have different ones we have friends who uh the, the stearman's who just moved to uh kansas city and they found a health club that specifically positions themselves for people like over 50 five or 60 they said it's great because you don't have all this prima donna right. stuff happening you have people with a common goal but they love it they absolutely adore it um i mean health clubs we crossfit
1: so many, is perfect yeah
0: exactly uh, and we have the spartan you know groups right. or the just yeah just the local runners club up here uh in our town there's a biking club there's a runner's club i mean we got martial arts you got whatever Yeah, but that's the point is you're still
1: you're mentioning th- there's not they're all exercise a food club yeah you're right
0: <laughs> or a sleep club. or
1: a sleep club you don't go band with people you go to bed by yourself or with a spouse or whatever that and, and generally you're not on the same <laughs> wavelength with your
0: spouse yeah <laughs> well and i want to point out sleep because who you may brag about you could even get to the point of bragging about how healthy you eat or how much you exercise I don't, Nobody still brags really,
1: brags about. It. I get eight hours a night. I
0: know because it almost, yeah. it, we're still it's, coming out of this culture Yeah. Of, man, I'll never forget. It was early two thousands and I was at a book publishing event and this rock star literary agent, man. I mean, she ruled the world. She had the, you know, the biggest clients, whatever. And she got up there and bragged about how she had figured out how to function on four hours of sleep. And she was, you know, producing and we still, I, I'm afraid have Our that current president. Well, have that mentality of that's what you brag about, as opposed to, I'm, I'm learning to, I'm trying to do this to brag about. I mean, I've got it on my little app now to show that I get on average over eight hours of sleep per night. And now I'm also then saying, and look, and, th- and I'm paying attention to how much deep sleep did I get? Um, but remember. I know. It's a certain <laughs> amount. What, uh, but either, but the quality, right. either way, qual- quality and quantity, that's not something that we brag about. And yeah. What group do you have to talk about? Anonymous.
1: No, no. In fact, still they get kudos, right? Heavy sleepers don't get kudos. If anything, they get a little bit of shame. Sure. Like, oh, how weak are you? That you you lazy bum. uh, Yeah, Yeah. you lazy bum. So it's it's and that's where that's where we are commiserating that our culture and probably for the foreseeable future, you know, I can't see that changing in the next ten or twenty years. So. So that's why we're here doing what we're doing is to say well wait a minute let's reprioritize some of these things and and the fourth big one there nobody there's no relationship clubs yeah there's no I'm
0: well, there is good, but you good don't get
1: stress clubs, good stress clubs. You, marriages get kudos with 50 years. You know, you get a polite little clap or whatever, but Which there's
0: always bristles, me. So, 50 years, so you're really good at endurance. Doesn't tell me, right? Anything, doesn't, about, tell you, the about
1: the marriage. Yeah, it gave
0: you 15 <laughs> ulcers, a stroke, and a heart attack.
1: <laughs> That's right. How we don't have language to say, wow, what a really great marriage. Um, what would be like to sleep.
0: Okay. So you slept eight hours, but how quality was, what was it? The so quality? you married 50 years? Did it, was it horrendous? You just <laughs> right. endured hell and back. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, you know, another thing on this with the culture, as we talk about it, that hits me and as you and I talk about constantly behavioral psychology, behavioral economics is I think one of the very real and present issues of the culture is not just the pressure of it uh, that we talk about, but is the trust factor. And I think that as humans, we, we want to trust that things are right and good and mm. true. You want to trust that your family is good, that your parents are good, that what they uphold is good. We all want to do that. Obviously, people, some people have a stark realization of their upbringing of things are bad, but we want to trust that. And a lot of people come out realizing, man, I I thought this was normal, my family, and it's you know it's not. You want to trust where you're at. So here we are in a culture. You and I are sitting sitting in the middle of. Literally, about dead center in the middle of the United States of America. And we want to trust that things are right and good and true. It's so taxing and tiring to not. I don't want to be a critic. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I want to believe that it's true. I want to look at the news and think that the government is doing, is working in my best interest, that, that, that the marketplace and corporates, corporations are. And I, I find, I, find I, I really am worn out by hmm. being a critic of it, hmm. but it's it, not working. I'm picturing By far and
1: large. I, I was going to say I'm picturing you or us all of us as you know the fish swimming upstream and at some point the fish is just like, "Uh, just so
0: I tiring. just want
1: to rest and go with the flow. It's it's exhausting. Can we
0: just go to the church and, potluck and just can, eat whatever's and just there eat whatever. and let the kids please just just let eat the kids just whatever they even kids, want, even oh. though they're going to sleep bad and be jumping up the walls and all the stuff that we hate and
1: we have to go to that doctor's appointment for ADHD and get them on meds and mm-hmm. yes Right, so you and I have come to the point where we wake up and say, no, it, it is worth it.
0: Well, well we live a weird lifestyle compared to the norm, but we have our own blue zone. So you and I come here. I mean, last it was last week, and you said something about lunch or whatever. You said, ah, it's a fasting week, or I don't know what you—did you do a week? Mm-hmm. Well, I made it to three days. <laughs> made it three days, which is— who, nobody does that. No, I mean, you're weird if you miss, if you get to, to work and, and somebody says, hey, we're going to lunch. Guy, I'm not eating lunch today because you're just going to skip lunch. You are going to be already questioned. Weird, yeah. You are weird. You're not part of the group. It is uncomfortable. Bottom line. Let's just say that. It is socially uncomfortable. You and I don't have that because if I'm not, you know, if one of us isn't eating or we're both not, sometimes we'll do it together, uh, but it's just we're used to that weirdness, and there's support yeah there's there's mutual respect and
1: support. there's not that vulnerability factor of uh why mm-hmm. and well, I, hear, you got- I, I was gonna say I hear that all the time from people saying, "Oh, I would do x, y, z, but uh, you know, the social pressure on 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 the eating piece or on the exercise. You know, we did these at our, our beginning shows. You know, what's the number one reason why people don't exercise? They say I don't have enough time, I don't have mm-hmm. enough energy, or something's hurting. Um, so, so the cultural drift and the flow and the pressure—there we are back to that word. Yeah, pushes us down this other pathway.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, and and how many people? Let's let's take it to the really acute aspect of this which is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say statistically even in your practice that there's more often than not a middle aged woman, mom wife who is pursuing better health because she's suffering from XYZ pathology, malady whatever and she's now trying to do this. She hears you she has hope and excitement in what you're saying on this is how you can be better. You can get weller and she looks at altering her diet, altering her exercise, altering her sleep, altering relationships, goes back and does not have support from her husband, from her children, from her you know peer group, whatever. I mean, that's, that's the worst. Yeah. That's, I, that's how often is not, is that the deal killer? It's well, not her own will and desire. It is the social pressure.
1: That's the deal correct. Killer. It's, it's, I've never required it because I know that there's, you know relationships are different out there, but uh, we strongly, strongly encourage that the first few appointments are with the spouse.
0: Well, and I use the word advocate. That, that was the word that I we advocate that advocate spouses strongly come together. Yeah, that because well, you know if, your success rate is higher if they do. Totally, and, and I feel,
1: and, and it's like, but the person can also come in and they say, no, I can do this or whatever else. And maybe they can, but the likelihood, or like you say, the success rate, even if you've got the, the best intentions, the best momentum, and you go back into a culture, especially a family culture, yeah. that's going to I mean, like, really, so I, I ask people, like, let's say the gym, and they say, oh, I'm, I'm going to turn over a new leaf, and I'm going to go to the gym. My first question will be, can you see yourself in the gym five years from now, 10, 20, 30? And if you say, Ugh, well, I'm not a gym rat, so probably not, then don't even start. Mm-hmm. And by the same token, if you're going to go home and a spouse is going to, even worse than, you know, not support you but belittle you yeah. for a food choice, yeah, are you going to do that more than three days in a row? Not if you're like most people. Yeah. So where does that put them in their own effort? And that's where we go. Let's work on the relationship first. Like what is going on there? Let me talk to your husband or your wife. And, and a big one is the kids, you know. Teens are just very not malleable. But if you talk to them a certain way, then...
0: Well, but let's look at that. If we're we're looking at the stumbling block for everybody out there who hears this and they would do this, they have the will to do it individually. Where is your biggest stumbling block? And to realize that for a lot of you, it is your spouse. That is the biggest effort. So if you're going to embark on and have success in this healthy lifestyle pursuit, you're going to have to deal with your spouse, either, either having the will to do it, knowing you're doing it. Outside of them, or contrary to them, even, or having to go and deal with your relationship, which you have done, I I know you've done it with patients. Say, look, the the thing you need to do most right now is go deal with your marriage. Not only because it's not you know in support of this effort, but maybe because it's just dragging you down. We're into the relationship aspect of mind, body, and functional medicine. Yes,
1: yes. and that could. Uh, a spousal relation, a close family relationship, for sure, and and also very commonly is your job. Your job is is your main pathology.
0: It'd be a great one. It'd be a great one for you, to, heck, to do with patients to say who who. Let's look relationally. Are you going to encounter relational what? pushback stress in regards to this pursuit is your husband going to is your husband or wife spouse going to be on board what about your kids if you especially if you have got older kids is that how about just your family mom dad brother sister whoever you're in cahoots with that influences your life is that going to be a problem let's say they say no but that's good i won't have any problems there great let's go to the workplace yeah
1: going right down right down the list of what yeah. are, what is going to be the pushback at work or okay, what are you going to do to for lunch every day when people ask you to go out or you've got clients that you meet with uh, just last week, you just mentioned his name um he He has every good intention, but he's got five kids, and his wife is sort of already harried, and he's like yeah she she has a hard time changing she's the shopper and the cooker and and I have a hard time not eating whatever's there yeah. It's like, well, will she change? And he said no. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do about that? I mean, how? Why talk about it if you know you're going to leave my office, go back to that home, and there's a bag of chips
0: that you're trying to stay away from? Which, again, we're talking about here's a primary culprit to the detriment of this pursuit. That probably gets the least amount of attention because yeah. we're looking at it. And by nature, I tend to think if I come and talk to Dr. Randy James and we're looking at my diet, and I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to stop eating processed food. I'm going to stop with uh, eating a lot of sugar. I'm going to stop eating a lot of you know gluten and carbs, empty carbs, whatever. And I'm going to do this in and of it just by myself. If I'm a monk who lives in solitude. Great. Probably not that difficult. Yeah. It's the social ramifications because then we're all going to sit down and let me just give an exaggerated standpoint. We watched the Super Bowl when was it? Whatever, a few months ago. Watch that and we were very aware of watching the commercials which some people watch that's more entertaining than the than the the game itself but to realize out of the majority of the commercials that are fast food that are processed food you know chips and whatever uh, let's go along beer drugs uh, medications out of all these things we don't participate in any of those zero so here's here's the biggest publicized right. 5 million dollars a minute yeah and everybody's watching it and more more americans or more people you know than any other thing are watching this thing and the primary promotions are all things that we do not participate in at all. That's it doesn't feel I mean I guess you could try to take pride in it but generally it just feels again it's kind of, it's, just it, it's just tiring. It's just tiring. It's just tiring. You feel weird, you feel it's easy to feel isolated. It's just a very real let's call it the very real and present danger. It really is yeah. stress.
1: Yeah. It 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 is and it is why as as I I think you said at the outset, you know, the the number one thing that our culture spends money on is paying for the consequences of you know eating those Doritos.
0: Because that's the th- back to the trust thing.
1: It is, it, it is. You want to trust that the Doritos are okay. But they wouldn't
0: let it be on, on TV. I know, but it, it is. It, it, I mean, Randy, I mean, we live here in America. I love it. We're looking uh, at a Pike's Peak uh, at this glory. We have a good life. We can have anything yeah. we want, anytime we want. We lack for nothing. I mean, life in, in an all very real sense, like the brand uh, of T-shirts, life is good. And so then to to realize though and step back and go, but overall it's not working. I mean, you're having to deal with patients every single day and you're watching the stats. And folks, if you want to go look and and type in a search engine, you know, healthcare in America to see that it was very, very recently ago, it feels like a couple years ago, we were at 3.4 trillion dollars. Now we're at 3.7 and they're talking about already 3.9 and when we're gonna hit four. And then you look at the stats on, name the you know, top diseases, diabetes, heart disease. Yeah, uh, hypertension
1: diabetes, hypertension would be in that cardio world. And, and coming up fast is now autoimmune and dementia. And go,
0: so, so folks, if you want to go search, find those graphs. I don't know how to exaggerate how bad that... They, I mean, well, they're,
1: they're all hockey-sticking. They're right? hockey-sticking. I mean, they're... And, and they're all... And then the, the... And they're all... And even from the governmental standpoint or the not functional medicine people, and uh, the, the stat in general is 80% of them are lifestyle-caused or at least lifestyle-related. Yes. Right? And so...
0: Pre- meaning preventable. Meaning these are things that we... These
1: are can, related to your choices. nobody wants to accept... Because, and it's our cultural choices. So, so that's where you and I, you know, we use smoking as the example. Right. You either do or you don't. But you can't either eat or not. You you just have to choose a, a way, and, and we are in the so with the reality that our culture is the pressure of pulling us this way to you know just relax and have Doritos with your friends or whatever, versus some other way of having broccoli with your friends or whatever. The, yeah. you
0: can't be all in or all out. There's now, exercise the, is more acute in that. You can exercise or not. You can... But there's the gray of, well, what does that mean? I you Because you
1: would say if somebody walks around the block every day, you're like, well, that's not exercise. But if they just came out of the nursing home, that's pretty good. Right. You know? right so the, it's relative, sure. It, it, the relativity of these things... Now, granted, like you said, you can be married or not, but are, is it an endurance race or is it a supporting, sustaining, vital thing?
0: Right. Well, so back to your food. We all have to eat, but what you eat is it's night and day. It's, 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 and it's all over the place. It's
1: all gray, which is why we've talked about it like we've talked about it. But the, it, today, looking at the commiseration on one hand and the impact that if we lose the mindset of swimming upstream, willing to be a little bit weird… Looking for other tribal members, friends, and uh, acknowledging that if, with, especially within a family network, if there's discord on this, the likelihood is you go the pathway of least resistance.
0: Yes. Okay. I want to, but you just use the word acknowledging that I feel like is a primary message of this show is, uh, is, is I'm wanting us as a culture, everybody listening to acknowledge that right now here in good old America where life is good and abundant health is a freaking train wreck. It really is. And I, when I hear stuff like that and I hear people talk like that, it just doesn't No, it's come on life. is. I'm I'm looking out here. What really? But, I was just going to say,
1: we are in the middle of the coronavirus I was just we, going we, there we, too. Okay, so. I was just going there. To bring that up to par right now, like we said at the outset, when you put pressure on the system. So here, SARS, COVID-2, COVID-19, coronavirus is now putting a great deal of pressure on our system. And the system worldwide is, is showing cracks. hmm but where are people having the worst outcomes? Where are they dying? Where are they getting on ventilators and, and having something worse than a cold? Generally speaking, everybody's got the story of the you know 20-year-old who got it and whatever. But generally speaking, it's comorbidities. And comorbidities means all those things. The diabetes, the hypertension, the depression, the anxiety, the, the poor lifestyle habits.
0: Well, and so we're amongst this crisis. When did it really hit a...
1: Well, the, the presidential, we're third, almost we're 27 days into the stay at home.
0: Okay. And we don't know how long, we don't know how long that's going to be. I am curious. I had somebody yesterday say that their commentary on the culture is it's going to... Not, not, not. The word wasn't exaggerate. It's going to um, elevate or or showcase where everybody is already. Meaning, if you're a health minded person right now, I, I keep hearing this. Now everybody's stuck at home, and my health minded friends. Are saying, man, I'm, I'm exercising more. I, I, I'm cooking right. more. I'm, this is great. <laughs> Saving money on the going out bill. Yeah, and on the other hand, though, we are hearing about the, let's say, the other side who is embracing comfort and and the the, well, the fear of it, and they're binge watching. That's the thing. You know what? Do you, I mean, you can see it on social media. So, anybody else got another recommendation on Netflix or whatever? They're binge watching and they're eating comfort foods because that's what I heard. That's what it was. It was an article about what foods are missing from the grocery store. So if we go into one of our, what do we got? Three grocery stores? Well, Mm -hmm. a couple health food places. If we go in there, produce is full. What's gone. And somebody was talking about Cheez-Its. You know, what's the thing that you're storing or stockpiling for your apocalyptic, (laughs) you know, fears, it's the stuff that lasts forever, spam and Twinkies and whatever, and that that's what people are eating. So I'm wondering as we see the results, the consequences of this time that we don't know how long it's going to go. Let's say it goes three months, whatever. Uh, is are we going to see a wider gap? The healthier got healthier, yes. the sicker got sicker, and if so, those hockey sticks are going to be Bro- vertical of, Bro- of the those uh, the increase in right. When, so when the, is the, the pressure- death from that going to be worse than coronavirus from the?
1: Yes, I think. I mean, and and here we are in the middle of this debate, so I, I don't want to create more noise from a doctor's opinion, uh, but what you and I are standing on the soapbox of is be becoming more resilient or more well or more whatever. And when the pressure happens, because it will yeah, in your marriage or coronavirus or your job or whatever. And so, and then what are the foundations that get pushed? And if you are generally living healthier on that kind of side, you know, do you get pushed more into that category? And uh, we're going to argue Yes and it's see and i think we're going to see a giant spike in depression anxiety suicide d- the deaths of despair are, are going to spike uh, those who had bad economic habits are going to get pushed even harder now as we are seeing yeah. those who have good ones are going to weather the storm and you, you know i think if if the if a person is out there and is hearing it and they are the bad health person and they feel that that is not a fair statement or the bad economic person. And, and now we're into, and I want to be ever so gentle, a, a victim mindset mm-hmm. of this is not my fault, I, I was okay and then all this stuff happened and now here I am. Or of the other thing of you know what I've been building myself to be resilient I'm going to choose to be resilient I'm going to have this mindset and we're back to the swimming upstream mindset you know versus
0: uh, yeah yeah so I and mean, you just dipped into personal culpability which is always uh you know a That's sense of vulnerability I know it's yeah. a sensitive spot yeah. so I had somebody recently talking about again the the the, the current uh, crisis with with COVID uh, talking about does this showcase the fact that this happened and the economy has stalled out and how many people are wrecked because they, uh, they, they, they're they only paycheck to paycheck. And what they, this person was pointing to was saying, does that showcase the fallacy of us having been in a good economy? And I said, I don't think it's the economy's fault. I think it showcases the fact that we live month to month because people make bad financial decisions right. and aren't saving money. It's a personal call. And there's a debate there.
1: there uh, well, it's gray, but... This morning, I heard fifty percent of people in America did not have a five hundred dollar cushion. Really? So within one month, they're at zero, their expenses, and so for them, you know, a governmental check of twelve hundred bucks that'll get them two more months. Hopefully, the economy's back on; they get their job back. You and I were looking at you know twelve hundred bucks and saying, well, that doesn't cover very many of our family expenses or whatever else. That's couple, a couple grocery That's trips. a couple of grocery trips for you. <laughs> and, and both of us are also saying, okay, well, we've made good financial decisions and stuff. We're not that desperate. And other people would say, well, it's because of your richness or whatever. And we'd say, no. Privilege. It's because of your privilege. And I'd say, well, yes, that and I've not done a whole lot of things that I could have done so that we've got some savings in the bank.
0: Uh, yeah, this and sh- th- so it's to a degree, so, yeah. yeah. I, I know. Okay, well, hey, I want to bring something else. I want to bring something else to light, though, and I want to use the coronavirus issue right now to highlight it so as we are talking about what i feel is very difficult for for everyone to accept and saying that health right now and i'm going to i'm going to pick on america american health is on a catastrophic spiral uh to to the negative the stats are terrible i think it's very hard because again we look out and we want to trust we want to believe and and it's hard to accept anybody can go read the stats it's irrefutable it, it is but I think we don't want to accept it is to highlight something right now the economy the, the globe is shut down for many you know all sakes and purposes on, uh, overall shut down because of the coronavirus now ultimately I'm going to surmise that the deaths from that will be f- relatively insignificant in comparison to the thing that daily the daily list of causes of death globally uh it's going to be yeah. way down here yeah. but here's the difference the coronavirus came along this goes back to the story whoever created that of the frogs in the kettle you know if you yeah. take a frog and throw it into a pot of boiling water it'll freak out jump out and react to that but if you want to uh kill it easily put it in cool water and just turn the heat up and let that heat come up to boiling at a slow rate it'll sit in there and boil I've never tried that. I'll assume it's true, but we get the analogy that that's what's happening. We have the coronavirus. It's not going to kill near as many people as diabetes and heart disease and all these other things at all, but it it was a quick boiling point and we're reacting to it. Yeah. Um, Our negative health stats over here have been a slow boil for 200 years for since the, I'm going to say to some degree since the industrial revolution and, Processed foods, and the way that we do things now is a slow pot of water that is now boiling, and we're all just dying
1: It would be interesting if we could make a website about you know the pandemic of sugar mm-hmm. and and have a ticker count ten thousand deaths, eleven thousand deaths, twelve thousand deaths oh my gosh here's a twenty five year old with diabetes. oh my gosh uh, you know how would the world perceive that
0: that's the thing so if we look at the stats of the daily death toll in america today again i'll I'll cite the date april 10th 2020 that the deaths from coronavirus today in a month whatever will be way down the list on these other things I'm that are things we can killers. address, and yet why isn 't somebody screaming and going, "Holy smokes, look at how many people today died because of ultimately we 're going to trace it back to sugar or to uh, a stress or a deficiency that you deal with every day in the practice, but it 's been a slow boil over a slow yeah. warm up for a long time, and nobody's calling foul and meanwhile we 're promoting those killing agents during the super Bowl it's,
1: right we just it 's ex- your Zig Ziglar termite thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't heard that, there's a study that on any given day or month or whatever, there's going to be a lot more destruction. Uh, We look at what gets the headlines, the tornado, the earthquake, the fire, the whatever. And yet there's a lot more damage every day done by termites. Nobody's talking about those. They're little, they're slow. And yet there's more damage. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: That. Yeah. So right now our health care is getting uh, we've got termites. And so the infrastructure of our health. Our the foundations that we've always talked about, our pillars, our foundation has termites, and we all have them. So, to what degree is somebody going to swim upstream to deal with the these termites, so to speak, in that is that is stealing our resilience and well-being?
0: Yeah, could you imagine? Okay, so the public outcry today. Yeah, this is great for this show. I mean, this is an evergreen show. Somebody's going to listen to it two, five years from now, whatever. But this is still relevant. Right now, we are amongst this uh, the COVID nineteen. Uh, coronavirus issue and everybody is, uh, crying out, you know, to don't leave your home. I mean, so the, so this is like citizens arrest, man. Everybody's Mm -hmm. a policeman now. Don't leave your home. If you go out, use a mask, everybody's policing and everybody else to, uh, ward off this issue. Can you imagine if people (laughs) acted like that towards (laughs) Don't buy the pack of chips. Exactly. Come on, man! I, I, put that Milky Way down. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna you're gonna kill yourself and kill your family and stuff. We don't go there. We don't we touch don't. that. So with here's each other.
1: something that actually happens when I'm in the grocery store if I see a patient.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, I always I can't help myself. I'll glance at their cart. And- <laughs> What they I, will too. And they'll either be like, Hey, look, I'm so proud of myself.
0: Uh-huh. I got, or they'll be so ashamed. <laughs> that is, I'll never, I remember ratting out a guy to you. I can not remember his name anymore. Older gentleman. And I saw him. So I, that's back when I was working with you in the practice and I saw him over at the grocery store in the little, uh, you know, electric wheelchair thing, whatever, right. grocery cart. Cause he, cause the dude can hardly walk. And he's there and in the little basket in front of him, he has a bucket of fried chicken that he got from the deli thing and he's eaten one (laughs) and he's going through and I'm going, why on earth are you paying (laughs) at the time? I don't know, a couple hundred bucks a month to be a patient here to get Weller. With his white bread and peaches, in, in, yeah, in, and yeah and that, I know that sounds weird. now we 're into judgment and uh, whatever, but uh, yeah. it, it, it is what it is because again, nobody's going to question that judgment if we call it with coronavirus today if you go out unnecessarily if you get in a group of people in a social setting right. if you 're not wearing a mask, everybody 's crying foul and policing why right. aren 't we doing it with the primary killers that 'd be like me you know the, the, being at at, uh, at a classroom and harping on the kid who 's poking another kid and letting the kid over here who's stabbing kids go free right it's asinine
1: it's it's good. so this is where we talk about you know why don't we go upstream yeah. and and help people see it at the beginning create a culture where people don't necessarily shame one another but where we're all vulnerable enough to say you know i'm really trying to eat better and and maybe i should have neighbors who are looking at me askance when i have a bag of chips in my cart uh, even you and I mentioned that story kind of jokingly, and and everybody sort of laughs it off. Mm-hmm. But it's it's it's, it's the it's, number one killer. It's is, tragic. Is that, that guy's
0: a, a husband, a father, um, a grandfather. I, he, he was a business owner. He, he was a business ultimately owner. Ultimately, couldn't could couldn't, he do, couldn't it. do his work. right? Yeah. and he wouldn't. And you know, again, and to to commiserate, have compassion. You know, what were his. Pressures? What were their pressure? Was it just his own willpower, or were there social or his pressures?
1: spouse or his job? And so we're back. Above, we're yeah. back
0: to again elevating the. I, I, it feels like a negative, but the, the harsh that the, your greatest enemy may be that for you to actually live a, a a a whole healthy as well as you can lifestyle, you will have to jump out of the cultural lifestyle. And alter your life. And again, going back, I got the list. Just like going to college, military, marriage, child, homeowner, these things that we say, I am going to alter my life with this decision and go forth long-term for the rest of my life. I mean, I, I will I will never not be a father. I will never. Right. Well, I don't, it, I don't intend to not be a spouse. Um, right. There's,
1: And I was going to sort of, because we're dancing on our words now, that, you know, because you can't be almost married you either are or you aren't there's no gray there and yeah. so i think that it's the mindset sure right of i am this way and i, I will
0: live this way be
1: this way oh, we talked about dave ramsey uh dave his his quote his of phrase of, uh, of live like no one else so, you so, so that can live you like can them. live like no one else yeah. and and we're saying eat like your culture doesn't eat so you can feel like your culture doesn't feel meaning better That's,
0: yeah yeah exercise uh exercise different sleep different uh stress different that's right and we're we're smiling
1: because we're commiserating with with our own challenges our own world and and at the same time we hope you know through a podcast and awareness that we're creating a an online awareness tribe of people mm-hmm. who who are getting this and at least you know developing their own capacity of of making these kind of choices and awareness to be becoming somebody who can be confident in their own vitality resilience And well-being
0: well yeah and and we can we can end here but it it may be and i'm thinking about uh, a different title for for this episode that to some degree we're trying to elevate that this may be your willpower may be great your desire for this your ability to do this in and of yourself uh, is there and yet if you're finding yourself frustrating it may be because of this Enemy that we don't tend to elevate the reality of the enemy of not only that person that may you may be bumping up against Mm -hmm. the spouse, the child, the friend, the family, but just the, the 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 culture that we live in and our propensity, our innate goodness and propensity to want to trust that things are okay and. They're and not to be
1: a part of our culture.
0: Yeah, to be a part of our culture. <laughs> and yet today, uh, we are in a unique time at this moment as we stand here of things are not okay and people are homebound because they realized a clear and present danger that just happens to be at a quick boiling point. And it'll we, be gone in a few. It'll be gone. And yep. yet the bigger danger is still out there and none of us are crying We're foul. We're boiling.
1: We are boiling.
0: <laughs> so here's to not boiling. <laughs> Jump out of the pot, right? All right, there we go. Well, Friends, I hope this show gives you more understanding and therefore power to bolster your efforts for the health you desire and with compassion, but also conviction, some confidence to withstand and overcome these cultural pressures, often fighting against our health and wellness goals. Hey, thank you as always for tuning into the self-helpful podcast. I hope you keep the discussion going and talk about what you heard today with someone else. I sincerely hope I've helped you help yourself so that you can help others.